Hey guys, this is Serendipity Podcast. I am your host, your goddess, Sherelle, aka Relly. This is season five, episode seven, actually, which I am extremely proud of. So those of you who clicked on my podcast, thank you so much. I always tell all of my listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And that you're fucking awesome, of course. Today is a podcast that will have most women just kind of sit in the moment and listen. And if you're a gentleman, of course, I would love for you to listen because this is actually helpful just in case if you were not aware of something called PCOS, right? Polycystic ovarian syndrome. This is PCOS awareness month. For those of you who don't know, uh, first of all, I'm going to explain what polycystic ovarian syndrome is. It's basically a hormonal disorder. It causes your ovaries to be enlarged or it causes for you to have small cysts on your ovaries. If you don't know where the damn ovaries are on a woman, then you're basically <laughs> you're basically just having sex just to have sex and you're not really understanding the ins and outs of a woman's body. So just kind of <laughs> look it up on your reproductive system on Google. But there are women that have discussed having PCOS and there are women that are kind of hidden about it because they're basically dealing with it alone. So in order for my listeners to always kind of get on the same page, I always like to share certain things in my life, which I feel when it's needed to share, right? So I found out that I had PCOS at pretty much at an early age because my periods were irregular, which is a sign sometimes uh, for PCOS. So, well, let me see. When, I was supposed to say when, I was trying to say well and when at the same time. But when I became sexually active, right, I started to realize that I was either bleeding or my periods were irregular. But thank God for you know, the partner that I had at the time or during my life experiences of the partners that I have had, I did not know what was going on. So I never had anybody making fun of me or anything like that. It was just always extremely supportive, right? Like, hey, what can I do? Is there anything that you need? Stuff like that. PCOS first for me was the regular periods, right? So I went to the gynecologist and the first few times nothing was wrong. It's just, oh, you have a regular periods. And then eventually it became where they wanted to check on my ovaries. So when you go to the clinic, right, they will have you drink a lot of water and then they'll do an ultrasound of your ovaries. And then you'll be able to see, you know, the cysts on your ovaries. They call it a string of pearls. That's what they usually call it. But I was told that I had PCOS. So at that age, around what, like in my 20s, I was like, okay, cool. Well, I have it. What is what is the symptoms of it? So basically, they're just saying, you know, well, you may have problems getting pregnant when you get older, but you can still have a baby. That's not an issue. And you might want to just take birth control for it, you know, just to balance out your period, right? Because this is a hormonal disorder. So 
I was like, okay, cool. Now at this age, of course, I didn't really, I didn't really like read what I was supposed to read at the time because all I heard was get on birth control and it'll get better. So all I was just doing was just focusing on the solution at the time, right? And as we all are, we just kind of like just deal with it. So whatever, I kept trying different birth controls. I found something that worked for me. Everything was fine. Now, years later, right, I am very aware of my cycle, right? It's, you know, coming as it's supposed to, whatever the case may be. Every now and then it was kind of late. Fine. But when I say to you that I am more aware now than ever before in my life, when it comes to how I'm feeling, I kid you not, that is a huge wake-up call. So those of you who just stepped in the room, we're just talking about PCOS. It's PCOS Awareness Month, and I am sharing a story, basically how I found out that I have PCOS. If you don't know what it is, it's a hormonal disorder. Uh, just to get into detail of what it can cause, it can cause you to gain weight, it could cause you to lose your hair, it can cause you to have really bad acne, it can cause you to have a difficult time getting pregnant, excessive hair growth, uh, which is usually on the chest and the face. It's not something that you would love to go through, especially when you're like coming into to your, it's almost as if you're stepping into your womanhood and it's just, it feels like a, a, a huge punch in your face as a womanhood. And I know God has blessed every single woman with the ability to be a woman, but it is very hard. So now, of course, I'm, I, don't, I, I, I honestly don't know when it hit me that my feelings that I was feeling came from the PCOS. So... I went on a travel assignment. Everything was fine. Um, my boyfriend, you know, at the time was coming along and stuff like that. Uh, well, when he would come and visit me at the hotel, I would always seem, you know, basically fine. And there was just like little things I started to notice that like really annoyed me. And it wasn't necessarily an annoyance where I could just get over it. I would just, I would just be so gun ho on trying to fix it. I would be so gun ho on trying to fix the issue and then I would wind up crying about it that I couldn't fix it or basically my actions like I was just snapping uh, a lot and it, sometimes it wasn't necessarily a snap where I'm just trying to harm someone it was just me actually inflicting pain on myself and I say that in a sense of you know me hitting something or uh dropping up, not dropping, throwing a piece of glass or a, a glass, a wine glass. It was coming to the point where now it's just like, okay, Cheryl, like what is going on? Because anybody who knows me knows that I'm not normally, I, first of all, I keep my business to myself. I don't care who it is, my sisters or my mom, I keep my business to myself. That's just me. But I was starting to, I was like, mm, maybe it's because I'm like pissed off whatever, because life was happening at the time. People around me was pissing me off. People around me was gossiping about me. And I was just coming and trying to come into, I was trying to adjust like into my new, I would say transition into my new life, basically, you know, moving to a new place and all this other stuff. So I'm just thinking that it was just like that stress. Then eventually 
I had ended up in the emergency room for uh, hitting my hand. And of course I went to work and I told everybody a fucking lie that, you know, I hit myself on a, a can or whatever the case might be. But it was honestly because, honestly, I feel like it was my nails because there was nothing in the bathroom at the time that uh, that could hurt my hand. So I honestly felt like it was my nail, but I felt like I hit something too hard and then it dug into my skin. And then I wound up needing stitches for my hand. So then I started to realize, okay, like this is something. So my boyfriend was just, you know, he was always talking to me like, you know, anything that you need, I'm here. Constantly going through things with me as far as like having conversations of like, what are we going to do about this? And it wasn't even in a sense of just like being angry at me. It was more of him being, how can I be here for you? Because I see that you're already going through a lot, but what is it exactly besides of what we are already going through anything else? And I think I was just overly emotional about a lot of things. And I was allowing people to get to me. I was allowing people to uh, attack my character. And that's not normally like me. You know, normally anybody who fucks with Relly already knows that I'm not, I'm not for the bullshit, you know? And I'm still that type of person, but I think more so I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna give you a few more chances before I decide to curse you the fuck out. And at this age, when you get older, it's more like, mm, is that person really worth it, you know? So uh, recently I went through something and then I was like, okay, now I need to start paying attention because I'm over here crying for no apparent reason. I can't even have an argument with somebody without me crying during the process. Before I can just shoot the shit with somebody and I can go back and forth with you and I could still defend my case but it's more so it, I would get like emotional and for some odd reason I would walk away like what the fuck like why am I even crying because I know for a fact even if I was wrong or right it was just just the fact of how I was acting like overly emotional and I couldn't hold a conversation and that was the most embarrassing part for me in front of my spouse because you know I'm a tough girl you know I'm from the Bronx I grew up with a mom that's very tough and you know, the, uh, the sisters that I have were all very outspoken. So I'm used to like the honesty. But I think it was affecting me more because I was transitioning into something new, right? So fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. And now I am married, right? <laughs> I'm married. I'm actually a fucking wife, guys. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> If anybody listened to my fucking podcast in the past, they would honestly know that I have been through so much stuff. So the fact that I am married, I just got married a few days ago. So I'm still like on a high that when I look at my husband, he is like this, not a character, but his characteristics show me how much he truly cares about me and how much he cares uh, for wanting the best for both of us, which I love him so much. Uh, so Mr. Robinson, my love, thank you. If you're listening, (laughs) I love you so fucking much. It's ridiculous. But, um, so back to the PCOS, right? I went through something like literally, um, not too long ago. And I was very, 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 uh, dissatisfied with how my reaction was to something. And in all, okay, here's when you know that you 
are having a moment when you actually can admit to yourself that you are fucking wrong. So I was going through something and it had something to do with my actions, of course. And I didn't like the way I handled my actions, you know, towards my spouse. And I was very surprised at myself. And it was more so like one of those pause moments, like, holy shit. Like, okay, now this is something that I have to work on as far as like me um, being able to convey my feelings and stuff like that without trying to um, make the situation worse. For people who have PCOS and you wind up in a state of mind eventually when you hit your 30s or maybe even later, that you don't know what's going on with you, it's, you're not alone. So I know you probably came on this podcast and you're thinking, oh my God, PCOS awareness, what is she might tell me that I don't know? I don't know how the fuck PCOS came about. I don't know why it even exists at all, but there are things that are unexplainable and the serendipity of that we will never know. Are there treatments for PCOS? They would tell you probably take birth control or metformin and stuff like that. I've never taken metformin. Somebody told me that, it, you know, it's preventative of diabetes. I personally seen people, you know, get on metformin and, you know, gain weight. It's supposed to, to control high cholesterol and hormones to increase fertility and stuff like that and to remove excess hair. But it's, I don't know. I just feel like Within the next few weeks or maybe a few months, I think I'm going to go see a piece uh, ovarian specialist, I would, I would say, because the amount of people that I have seen, especially like my GYN doctors, um, now the GYN doctor that I had before, he, used to, he was very awesome. But then when I moved somewhere else and I had gotten a new doctor and I told her about the PCOS and, you know, I was just feeling really weird. And I couldn't necessarily explain it because I was not dealing with I was what I was dealing with now uh, before. But she just handed me a book, uh, a name of a book on a piece of paper. And she was just like, you know, I just think that maybe it's the weight or I don't know. I just feel like, you know, maybe you should just, you know, seek a new diet. Now, in my head, when you when you Google PCOS and you Google YouTube videos, you will see that there are you know, girls that are really thin. And I'm a thick girl, you know, I'm not super heavyweight or whatever the case might be. I'm thicker than a snicker, but I'm just like a good thick, you know, but it just made me feel like I wasn't really heard at the time. So most of the time for the women who are dealing with PCOS, I think my best advice or suggestion would to be for now, just be still and be aware of what's going on. And just know that the things that you're going through around you, besides like your own mental health, that as long as you keep reminding yourself, I'm going to be okay. I know that there's something better out there that I have to do, and I'm going to find it. As long as you just have that mentality, I think that we'll all be okay. Now, my husband now, he's always down for anything new to try, of course. So I told him, you know, eventually I want to try, you know, a plant-based diet to see how this goes. And maybe next year, by the time, you know, September comes around, maybe it'll be a different scenario for me. But I personally feel that 
if you think about it, right, this is how I think of when I want to try new things because I used to think being vegan was funny or what, what, is, what is the point? It's very hard to cut out certain things. But if you actually think about it, if medication is not working for you and you don't like the way it makes you feel, or if going to the gym helps you just like to relieve that stress or whatever the case might be, but what about your daily, you know, when you're eating and all this other stuff, it must have been the whole time the foods that we have been eating that's making us feel some sort of way. I deal with a lot and the PCOS is something that I don't really share with people too much because unless somebody that I hear has PCOS, then I'll say something. But it's very hard for somebody to understand because they'll just be like, oh, well, you know, I, I've gone through that too. Or I've heard people say, well, you know, I've been pregnant. So it's it's it's, it's totally separate. It's fucking different. You know, it's totally different. Um, I think my biggest fear of dealing with PCOS is eventually, whenever I do get pregnant, will I have infertility issues? I've never been pregnant before. I've told myself that I was always going to wait till I get married to have a child um, in the eyes of God, at least, because we all sin, right? So my biggest promise to myself you know, myself and God was that I was going to be married before I have children. I'm really glad that I stuck to that. Now, of course, now I have two beautiful stepchildren, you know, now, but as far as having my own child uh, that I am bearing, that will be something that I would want to experience, you know? Another thing that people, that women normally would feel it was a question on Google that I kind of looked at my screen real quick, and I was just like, this is definitely something I've experienced. What do PCOS pains feel like? This pain is thought to originate from the presence of ovarian cysts, which is an ultras- ultrasound, are one of the three main symptoms used to diagnose PCOS, with women reporting that the pain feels like a sharp stabbing sensation or even a dull ache that persists over time. I usually have that sharp stabbing sensation too. And I'm like, man, what is going on? Like, this is, you know, weird to feel this way. And all along, everything that I've been dealing with. Now, the thing that you can't forget is that when you compartmentalize the things that you're going through, right? Even in my personal life, I have to remind myself that outside of those things with my own body and my own self, I have to learn how to be more aware of that. And my husband and I, we were having a really good conversation today. And he was telling me, you know, how proud he was of me that, you know, I'm doing research for it and, you know, that whatever it is I need, that he'll be there, you know, a lot of support and that he loves me. Those are always good to hear from your spouse, right? So just make sure that you have a good support system, too, because if you have people where they're not like kind of doing the research with you, then they're not going to know how to love you in that moment. And it's funny because my partner and I were also reading a book called The Five Love Languages, right? We're really big on energy and making sure that we are there for each other, even through fights or whatever the case might be. We're very big on love. Like when I tell you, I I did not believe I would have a love this good until I met my husband. And 
I feel like in moments such as your PCOS or anything else that you're going through as far as mental health, you have to know how to love somebody through that time. And I think previously before when my husband was going through something, you know, a while back and even still till this day, he still does. But for him to love me during this time in my life when I needed the most, when I'm not understanding what's going on with my body, when I'm not understanding, you know, why certain things aren't working, when I'm not understanding, you know, am I? I felt like this low self-confidence about myself that I didn't even realize that I would have. And... It's very important for people to be there in the moment that you need them. For me, I'm a very private person. I don't like telling my family about, you know, oh, my issues this. I'll tell them sporadically about something that I kind of need advice on. And then, of course, they always have like a very um, keen sense of what to say. Like my little sister is really, you know, big on giving like keen advice about certain things in life. And my mom as well, too. But Certain things in life I've recognized that you have to go through alone because you pick up the pieces to you sometimes. And you have to remember that. So with that being said, I just wanted to kind of highlight the mental state of when someone has PCOS, right? It can lead to... um, type this so I can make sure. PCOS can definitely lead to depression. It can lead to um, anxiety because I've never, until I moved, I've never experienced acne like this ever. And when I realized, you know, my face breaking out and, you know, small black dots on my face, I was like getting embarrassed, you know, I would, or the way I would hold my chin I was getting embarrassed because I was breaking out and that destroys someone's confidence. And for me, anybody who knows, anybody who knows me would definitely tell you like Sherelle is the most vibrant person. She's very loving. She's very caring. But the problem is I wasn't feeling very loving or caring about myself. I wasn't feeling, I have my days and moments. Literally this moment will last for like 2.5 seconds where I feel really, really sexy. And the next thing you know, I walk past the mirror and I see my face breaking out, I'm just like, Mm-mm. and I feel completely like over. Now, it's not in a sense of where, hey, this is a pimple. I need to get rid of it. Whatever the case might be, let me just, you know, take care of that and it'll be gone in a few days. No, PCOS has you like acne, like really bad. And when you're growing hair on your chin and you're just like trying to figure out like what is going on with me, it's become like to the point where you look disgusted with yourself. Now, keep in mind, I have the most beautiful smile and all this other stuff, and my husband just loves (laughs) always giving me kisses on my cheeks and stuff like that. He's always like in my face, always telling me how beautiful I am, but sometimes it just doesn't feel that way for me. That's why I said sometimes the love language that you give someone in the time that they need it is the most important. Now, I don't really have any suggestions besides just be aware of when you do need that type of support and figure out what type of support that you do need. For me, I think the support that I like giving myself is trying to be at peace because I go through a lot daily. And for me, being at peace sometimes means, you know, being alone 
Sometimes I just want to sit and watch Judge Judy for two hours. Sometimes I just want to color. And then the love that I actually need, nine times out of ten, is from my husband. Because, you know, your family can tell you that you're beautiful. Your friends can tell you that you're beautiful. But it's the person that sees the ins and outs of your downfalls the most where it will feel like he understands where I'm coming from. So... I, I'll definitely dedicate this uh, podcast to my husband, Lamel. Thank you for being so patient with me. Thank you for always reminding me how beautiful I am. Thank you for choosing me to be your wife. Thank you for forgiving me always when I don't know if I can forgive myself. So this podcast is dedicated to the women who are dealing with PCOS and the couples out there. Please don't give up on your partner. Just be patient with them and you know, just know that this is not an easy thing to go through. Again, I did not realize that it was the PCOS that was making me feel so hormonal and whatever the case might be. I thought it was just daily life activities and daily life this and, you know, whatever that or this person that. Um, but it was actually other things. So even though I am talking about this on my podcast, and if it so happens, is the people that do listen <laughs> that don't like me and you're listening, regardless if I'm suffering from PCOS or not, I will not let you ever get the best of me because I know who I am. I know that I am a much better person at heart than to be dealing with people who don't respect me as a person. Um, so I just wanted to say that. But yeah, PCOS, man, it's, it's, it's a bitch. <laughs> it's like another bitch because... You're already fucking dealing with, you know, your periods when they do come. So then, like, when you're dealing with everything else, it's like, oh, my God. Like, why? That's why I feel like women are very powerful in a sense of, you know, not saying that we're better than men. But I'm saying that we're more powerful in the sense where we we deal with a lot with our bodies. A lot. It's not easy to deal with. So for those of you who have clicked on my podcast and PCOS seems to be the thing that you're going through now, know that you are not alone. Know that there have been times that I've looked in the mirror too and I have cried. Know that I have sat in my bed and I have, you know, cried. Know that I have beat myself up about a lot of things, you know, not realizing that I'm not giving myself enough credit. So if you woke up this morning, you deserve the credit. If you looked in the mirror and you do have some acne on your face today and you say, you know what, I'm getting through the day. Um, But yeah, you are still a goddess. And the woman that you do have, you know, if this is a man listening, the woman that you do have, remind her how beautiful she is always and make sure she sees it and understands it and feels it within herself take her out to dinner and show her a good time and 
Be mindful of the consistency that you need to have with a woman who's suffering from internal depression or things that she can't help. Don't laugh. Don't make it seem like, you know, there's something that you can do to fix it because you can't fix it. You can only guide her through it. Uh, Make her feel special, you know. So I just wanted to make one today because I was feeling really, really sad these past few days, although I just got married and I should not feel sad, but it's so weird because my hormones are all over the place right now. So I can't wait till my husband comes home so I could just kind of cuddle up in his arms and, but for now, I think I'll just color and watch Judge Judy, (laughs) but I love you guys for listening. PCOS Awareness Month is September 1st through the 30th. And we are here to stay. We are a womanhood. We are here to stay. So I support any of you guys who are going through this. And stay strong. Bye.